Welcome to Talk Travel with Heather Tate, North Mississippi's podcast for savvy travelers. Talk Travel with Heather Tate is a weekly podcast that airs every Monday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi, and is then released as a podcast. Travel advisor and travel enthusiast Heather Tate of Whimsical Destinations gives listeners expert travel tips curated through the years of personal and professional experience. By clicking subscribe, you'll have a new travel tip to add to your collection delivered to your podcast library every Monday. Talk Travel with Heather Tate is brought to you by Sunbear Studio. Sunbear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sunbear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbear at jc.media. This program was recorded at Sunbear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Good morning, Northeast Mississippi travelers. This is Heather with Talk Travel with Heather Tate, and I'm so excited to share my adventures and tried and true tips with you. Whether you are also a seasoned traveler, a hopeful traveler, or currently an armchair traveler, meaning you're going to follow along with us from home for now. I'm so glad I live in a world where there are Octobers. You've probably seen that quote circling around sometime this month. It is from Anna Green Gables, which is one of my favorite childhood books written by L.M. Montgomery. Now, what you may not know is that L.M. Montgomery, and then consequentially her character Anna Green Gables, is from the little island of Prince Edward Island. You may not know where that's located, and if you don't, you won't be the only one. But after our 65th episode of Talk Travel with Heather Tate today, you'll know all about it. My husband, years ago, right after we first got married, also did not know where Prince Edward Island was located. When I told him that I wanted to go to the 100th celebration of Anna Green Gables, which was written in 1908, when I told him I wanted to go that summer in 2008, a year after we had been married, to Prince Edward Island, he was a little hesitant, but he finally agreed. He's like, if it's somewhere you want to go, we can go. And I was very excited. I didn't realize that in his mind, he was thinking we were going to be able to easily drive there. That maybe it would be off the coast of the Carolinas, which I'll be talking about next week. But actually, Prince Edward Island is the smallest province, although it's the most populated province, in Canada. It is one of three maritime provinces. So we were going to have to fly there. And so when he looked over my shoulder one day and saw that I was checking out the airfare, he was like, why are we flying? I was like, because we're going to Canada. And we ended up going and it was one of the best trips, one of the, especially one of the best international trips I think we've, we've ever taken. It was absolutely beautiful. So there's more to Prince Edward Island than just Green Gables. If you are a golf aficionado, there are over 33 golf courses. It's considered one of the world's best undiscovered places to golf. And there are courses that range from novice level, beginner, which would be like myself, to professional. The island itself is reminiscent to me of like Scotland or or Ireland. It's very green, very pastoral. You're going to see um, sheep and lots of, of crops. So it's, it's beautiful. It's very easy to drive. And I can tell you that from personal experience because we did. We rented a car and we drove around the entire island. Another thing that 
island, uh, uh, the Prince Edward Island is known for, will be their gorgeous red beaches. So since it's the only island province in Canada, it's no wonder that you're going to have beautiful beaches. But they're not like our sugar white sands in Florida that we have here. They're red because of the soil. And it's the high iron content that oxidizes once it hits the air. And that's what makes them look red. But they're they're stunningly beautiful. And surprisingly, the water there is warmer. It said that um, has some of the warmest waters the warmest waters north of Florida. So whether you just want to walk along the red cliffs and the beach or go hunting for seashells then or even wading in the water in the summer months, then it's not going to be as frigid as you might think it would be. So while we were there, we toured Green Gables. We didn't play golf. We did see the, the beautiful red beaches. My husband had lots of seafood. And because he is a Titanic fan, there is something that we had to see for him. If there's any place that we go that has some type of connection with the Titanic, Logan is very interested in checking that out. So I always make sure to incorporate that in our trips. So it also has the Confederation Bridge, which is the world's longest bridge over iced-covered water. You can drive to Prince Edward Island if you wanted to fly to Maine and then take the connection of the bridges. You can do that. But we decided to fly into Charlottetown instead. So it does have a fairly mild climate. We went in August for my husband's birthday, and it was beautiful. You still needed a, a cardigan in the evenings, but it was not too hot in the summer. They have two lobster seasons, so if you are a fan of mussels or lobster, you can go both spring and fall for their lobster seasons. They also have what's called the Confederation Trail. And notice how you hear that that term, there's the Confederation Bridge, there's the Confederation Trail. It's considered the birthplace of the country of Canada because of, um, that's basically like where we had our independence, the Declaration of Independence in Philadelphia. They had their own version of their own, their meetings and their their cabinet here in Prince Edward Island. That's where they, they had that. So that's why you hear the Confederation Bridge and the Confederation Trail. The Confederation Trail runs the length of the island. It's 250 miles, and you can do all sorts of activities from cycling to hiking to walking. It's the longest multi-use trail in the world. In the winter, you can go snowmobiling. It's also parts of it that are wheelchair accessible. So it is great for those who want to just be outdoors and walk and explore. They're you're going to have a lot of time to do that. So in addition to the Confederation Trail, we talked about how there's lots of beaches. One of the beaches there is called Singing Sands Beach at Basin Head Providential Park. I wish we had gone there when we went. I'm just saying there's so much to do. We're definitely going to have to make another trip. And we said that we wanted to go back the next time when we had children. And so I think it's about time that our boys got to experience it. And it may be high up on my list for wanting to go next October because I want to experience Prince Edward Island in the fall now that I've seen it in its glory in the summer. But in Singing Sand Beach, when you walk on the sand, it actually sounds like it's singing. If you're like me and you love lighthouses, then Prince Edward Island is perfect because there are over 60 lighthouses here. And remember how I mentioned the Titanic a little bit earlier on? There's a lighthouse called Cape Bear Lighthouse, and 
that is the lighthouse that received the distress signal from the Titanic. So that we explored a few lighthouses, but that was one that we had to go see. And there's a lot of information and history there that we were able to to learn about. Some other things that we did while we were in Prince Edward Island is we went to Avonlea Village. Now, if you're a fan of Anna Green Gables, you have to go to her home. Green Gables. Ellen Montgomery has a museum there. There's uh, Avonlea Village, which is a recreated village of where Anne grew up, like her, her, the church and the schoolhouse and like the, the little town where you can go into the school where they had the chalkboard and they actually recreate part of the book for you. Or if you grew up watching the, the movie series or more recently, there is a TV series. We also went on a SEAL cruise where you could go out. There's lots of opportunities to get out on the water in Prince Edward Island and do different types of harbor cruises or boat cruises. But we did a SEAL cruise because we wanted to go see the SEALs popping up out of the water. Absolutely beautiful. If you are a fan of raspberries, unlike my husband, then you're going to find so many different things to try that are going to include raspberries. That is Logan's least favorite thing. So everywhere we looked, we had raspberries. I love raspberries and all berries, but we had raspberry cordial, raspberries when you're dessert, raspberries were incorporated in your entrees. They grow one third of Canada's potatoes. So remember when I said that it's a very farm forward island, that if you, if you like seeing that rural pastoral area, Area, then it's going to be perfect. It is. So whether you visit Prince Edward Island in the month of October or in the summer or late spring or even in the winter when you can take advantage of some of their winter activities from snowshoeing to snowmobiling to just enjoying the countryside covered in a blanket of snow, you will fall in love with this place just like I have. It is one of those places where if you've read Anna Green Gables, and I definitely recommend reading before you go, that it feels like it has been captured in time and you feel like at any moment you can turn and you'll see Anne herself who's there with you. So I am so glad that I live in a world where there are Octobers. And I'm so glad that I live in a world where there's a place like Prince Edward Island. Thank you so much for tuning in to Talk Travel with Heather Tate this week. Wherever you go, whatever you do, I hope you have an amazing adventure. Please join us on our Facebook group, Heather and Logan Tate, Whimsical Destinations. And whatever you do, I hope that it is an amazing adventure for you. Life is short. Take the trip. That's it for this edition of Talk Travel with Heather Tate. Tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. to turn your travel dreams into travel plans. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for an interview or for access to this interview, go to our website, shark1023.com, and click on the podcast tab. This interview can also be found on Apple, Google, and Amazon Podcast. Keep it tuned to the Shark 1023 and start planning your next trip. Thanks for tuning in to our daily programming. All of our programs are released as podcasts on the major podcast platforms where the information can be downloaded and shared for months. If your business or organization would like to take this unique opportunity to sponsor a show that not only is broadcast as a radio program, but also a podcast, give the Shark 1023 headquarters a call at 662-837-1023. Imagine your commercial in this space every week. Give us a call. This show is made possible by JC Media LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. 
JC Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online at shark1023.com front slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady. 